Cut. Oh, fucking cut. Now I'm gonna you go. Buy, no, I'm, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This, this ain't fucking me. When I was like, you no, know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay, right. All praises to the Most High. Hi, how are you? I am Doc Holiday. Welcome to another episode of the Doc Holiday Show. You know what this show is all about. It's all about uplifting black men. Black woman, black teen, black kid, black royal. And I am joined by a black royal, even though I hate to say black royal. My guy, my brother, J100. Yes, sir. Yes, J100. Sir. What up, J1? What's up? What's up, Doc? What's going on? Man, it is a pleasure to talk to you, bro. It's a pleasure to have you here on the show, man. I'm going to give people a brief synopsis of who you are. J1, I've been knowing the brother here for, for some years, about a yes, decade, yes, if not yes, longer. Yes, yes, and definitely. when I talk about a moneymaker, an entrepreneur, a hard worker, someone who gets it out of mud and makes mud cake, pound cake, all of that. J1, but I'm going to set up. J1, tell the people a little bit about you, man. Um, Okay, man. I'm J1 Jones. A uh, little bit about me. I'm a barber. Um, I own a few other businesses. I have an entertainment company. I have uh, I breed bullies. Um, I'm a father. I got to put that in there. I'm a father first. I should have said that first. Um. I do um I do an entertainment company where I have um a Monday night party every Monday called So One Hundred Mondays. I'm actually just now going out on my own. I open up my shop next week, so my own shop will be called the One Shop. It'll be a private, you know, VIP, you know, exclusive spot. Um, I have a clothing line, So One Hundred Clothing and Apparel. Uh, what else? Is Everything you got, bro. It, oh, I also also have a um, party favors rental company. Like, well, I'm gonna be renting out party favors. So if you're throwing a party, need something for the party, you gonna, I'm, I got that going. Uh, everything pretty much jumps off next month when I move into my own space. I mean, God, I mean, damn, bro. <laughs> I got my mouth open because I got some breaking news on the show. Before, cause you know he might get his, you know, I, my man. He, now he's a, you know, he's a king now, you know. But he, I'm, a, I'm gonna help him clean this up before he gonna get his head bust. But I gotta address this right here first, though. No so you got your own. You, I mean, so you out the TBZ's own, bro. You, you got your own. You finna, yeah, yeah, you yeah. finna bounce, bounce. Yeah, I'm finna bounce, man. You know, bounce I just, like that was like I saw him on doing your, on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, for your, yeah, like bang, bang, your bounce. bounce, bounce, bounce. Okay, I got you. Well, yeah, but you know, it's always I'm always and forever BTBZ, man. That's them, my people forever. So I'm rocking with them, but um, I'm trying to expand, man. I I'm understand. trying to take it to another level, and for me to do that, I had to kind of acquire my own space for that. I understand, man. Some yeah. reason why I left, uh, you know, that TV station that I shall not name, man. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to grow, bro. I saw, I saw you know? episode one, so I, I'm with you. I saw that, and that's a hell of a story, you know. But it just shows that we keep going, man. We inspired by love and hate, you know, so. No you doubt about it. Definitely got to get to the next level. But uh, yeah, you got a lot going on. You got a lot of things, bro. You you got you said you got the entertainment company, man. You got the party favors. You got the bullies. You chop hair, so you got your own shop. You got everything yeah. going on. But, bro, I mean, you miss one one thing you got, bro. You know what I'm saying? Man, you got a Mrs. One Hundred, man. I'm oh, just yeah, trying not oh, to yeah, get yeah, your yeah, 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 yeah. Just trying, I like he's enumerating. I said, oh, I know he got him. He caught the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holding you got, down, bro. Yeah, Power couple. My, yeah, I got, I got to have her with me. She rocking with me the whole way. Um, Miss, Mrs. J One Hundred. <laughs> that's what she is. So, 
She definitely um, a major part of my moves I make, man. And without her, I probably couldn't make them. I'm gonna be honest, man. You know, she keep me inspired, keep me going. Much love to her, Miss One Hundred. No doubt. Now, J One, tell the people, man. You you you've been in Memphis a long time, but you're not originally from here. Where you originally right. from, bro? I'm originally from Southern Illinois, man. I um, I'm um from Cairo, small yeah. town in yeah. Southern Illinois. That's why that's why I grew up. Well, my most of my childhood was spent. Um, I came to Memphis about twenty years ago now. About twenty years ago, um, I was in the military. Um, I'm I'm a widow father of six daughters. Um, I came here as as a widow father with four of those daughters myself. I raised them, you know, and they all are adults now, living on their own. I got a couple college graduates, you know. We doing a lot of things. They're entrepreneurs also. Um, man, it, it's a it's a heck of a story. That, that story there for me just to even come to Memphis. Memphis was just kind of a, um, it was just a choice on the fly for me. I, I didn't have any family here that I knew. Um, you know, we all have yeah. roots yeah. in Mississippi and Memphis. But um, when I came, I just came with a vision for me and mine. And I came here, man, and settled in and, it's been home. Man, I, I mean, I absolutely love that, bro. I mean, you, you know I mean, we want to hear the story, man, because before you get back into it, I want everybody to look. It's, where we at? Right here? Go right here. Let's, let's go right here, Cass. I, I want them to see, man, because what they show you on TV is not accurate depictions of black kings and black queens. Definitely. They don't really show us who we really are and what we really are. They just show us a bunch of dum-dums, man, that take money to sell out. And show us all these negative images. For real, bro. It is you're what it right, is, man. Right, because right. all I know is strong black men and strong black women around me, man. Yeah. Men who take care of their responsibilities and take care of their kids, man. Like my dad and my guy. Yeah. My brother just said he's a widow father of six. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. tell us about that story, man. Because I know you. I have seen your young royals. Yeah. And you're a strong father. You've always been there supporting them, man. So you are the epitome of what this platform is about, bro. No doubt. Um, Okay, well, um, I guess I'll start with, um, I was a father at the age of 16. That's when I had my first daughter. Um, then I went on and had my second daughter a couple years later. Uh, my life really, I didn't really have a, a vision for where I was headed, but I knew I was supposed to be somebody big, somebody great. You know, So uh, the small town in Illinois wasn't working for me, so I decided to join the military. Uh, the military was just like a way out for me because I, I tried school a little bit, community college, but that didn't really, you know, say well for me. Um, I left and went to the military. When I left, not knowing, I had, well, I had one, one baby, I had two babies, and I actually had one on the way that I knew of. And then... I got to the military and basic training. I got a letter saying I had another one on the way. So at this point, I'm 20 years old, two kids, two on the way. Um, fast forward to that story. Um, me and me and my my wife, who I lost, we had broke up. We got back together, had another child. So that put me at five. While in the military over in Germany, I was stationed over in Germany. We came back together, like I said, and uh. She got diagnosed with cancer. So the military sent us back. They sent us back to um, 
to D.C. to Walter Reed or to be treated. And in six months, we lost her, you know what I'm saying? And so um, that that was something I had to process. Mind you, at this point, I'm only 23. Um, and I had to process being, now not only was I a single parent, I was a widow parent, not having her at all, you know what I'm saying? So um, I tried to stay active duty. I tried to stay in the military, but it was too demanding. If anybody who's been in the military, they know that it's all about the military for them. They didn't really take in consideration the situation I was in. So um, I decided to get out. You know, I got out the military. I did a little investing. I had a, a restaurant slash arcade in, that, I, that I acquired in Illinois that I bought. And I had my mom and my stepfather running that business for me. And... Um, I started looking for where I wanted to go. And I had, I narrowed it down to two places. I knew I wanted to go to the South. Although I'm from Illinois, I had like a Southern upbringing because my roots are from Mississippi. So I knew I wanted to be in the South. I chose Memphis. So I get out of the military with three of my daughters. First of all, at that point, excuse me, when I get, out though when I get out the military and, and go to Illinois just for a short period, um, one of my other daughters, who's you know who's on the way, one of those, though her mom allowed me to take her, just knowing that I was just a stand up guy and her her situation wasn't so good, you know, so she was like she can go with you, so I came to Memphis, bought me a house, and that's where it all began. Um, with four, they were uh, seven, five, three, and one when we got here. You know what I'm saying? And so um, my journey began as a as a widowed father. Uh, they all graduated high school. Um, one went to the military. Uh, two, two, three went to college. Um, one graduated from Temple. Um, one graduating from U of M this year. Another one went off to TSU. Uh, she decided to pursue her own um, business, and, and she started. She actually owns three Airbnbs right now. She rent out, you know, in Midtown. Y'all check them out. Uh, Air Bonvoyer, that's my daughter Justice and her friend. Um, what else? Where else did it go? Um Man, it's I I, I know I'm kind of jumping around. No, no, no. That's that's what we want, bro. <clears throat> Holler at us, man. Yeah, see, I, I kind of ran it into a nutshell, but rewind a little bit. Uh, the process of back to the process of just losing the love of my life. A little bit more about that. We got together when I was 15 mm. and she was 18. You know, and of course I was in high school. She was just graduating high school. I got you. Yeah, so um, by us being together that young, you know, people kind of didn't didn't really see it for what we saw. You know, you know, you, now you think you're grown. So of course, I left home at sixteen. That was the part I left out. I left home at sixteen, and uh, we lived together. You know, uh, I always tell people, even when I talk to young guys now, I tell them like you you kind of be in a rush to be an adult, but mentally you can't you can't be. You know, until you experience adulthood, you can't really be an adult. You know what I mean? 
and I try to teach that to my kids too. But uh, after losing her, I was faced with the 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 question basically, what do you do now? Because you know, having her, it was it was a I was, it, we kind of balanced each other out. You know, she kind of kept everything organized, and I would just kind of come in and and um, you know keep it organized in a way, enforce everything. She was she was the balance, and so losing her, I had to make a whole lot of adjustments, and that's when manhood kicked in for me, you know what I mean? And like I said, I was 23 years old, so I come here with old father with four daughters. Then another tragedy happens. A year to the date that I buried my wife, the daughter that her mom let her come with me, mm-hmm. she died in the house fire. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I mean, I already had her, but of course that took my responsibility up a whole nother notch. Um, Just imagine, just, you know, I mean, I don't even have to say imagine with you because you experienced it with your father. He had to do the same thing with y'all. So I just had to try to walk them through coping with the whole situation and, um, just, you know, kind of take them through the grieving process. And, you know, me not knowing how to do it, it was hard for me to do it for them. But we end up making it through, man. And like I said, they all they all came out pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I was blessed with a good group. Uh, a lot of people be like, how you do it with all them girls? And I'd be like, <laughs> it wasn't really yeah. that hard. You know what I'm saying? You know, of course, we had our times, but... um. They just they just came around. I was pretty blunt. I was just an upfront father. I kept it real, um, and I it just I think it worked. You know what I what I what I came up with worked. You know I just did the best I could with them. But um, other than that, man, you know, I pursued music during that time. I did a lot of things with music. I collab with a lot of lot of stars in in the city. You know what I'm saying. Um, that kind of what connected me to Memphis, the music. You yeah. know, I had a recording studio. I had a recording studio, and um, I used to just be on the music scene. So Memphis music, as you know, you know, it's just been always been on the rise. And so for me to be a part of that, that kind of opened the doors for a lot of other opportunities for me. I've been in movies, uh, two movies, um, I've done shows with people like Yin Yang Twins and, you know, just, you know, I done collab, like I said, collab with some of the stars of Memphis and, you know, just rub shoulders with with a lot of the big wigs. And I was just blessed to get to know a lot of the, um, I like to call them the who's who, you know, I got to know a lot of the who's who and that kind of, you know, maneuver me through Memphis and, and, you know, here I am today, but. I've always had a business mind. I come from a business-oriented family, just a family full of just hard workers and hustlers. So, I've all I, since I got out of the military, I didn't work for anybody. I always worked for myself. So, and that was, and I instilled that in my kids. And and right now they they're doing the same thing. I just always concentrated on. I had skills that can make money. I come from a family of carpenters, mechanics. Yeah. You know, barbering. I've been cutting hair since I was 14. So I just always had skills that could make money. So I always made sure 
if I use it, use it to make me some money. And that was my concept. So I just kind of stuck with it, man. And Take me back to your mental state of mind when you when you when your wife dies, <clears throat> you're a young man, you got these children to take care of. Because I still remember when my mom died, man, June 11, 1985. I still, you know, I was in elementary school. Right. So not only did it have a it take a hard effect, it took a hard toll on me and my two brothers by my my mom and my sister. Mm -hmm. It affected all of us differently, but it affected my dad as well, man. And you you were the father. See, my yeah. dad is strong man from Coal, Mississippi, man, sharecropper. Marine, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Black right. power, you know what right, I'm saying? I'm right, busting right, your face, right, right. you know what I'm saying? What you say? You know, I saw him right. a couple of cats before, so that's where right. I got my fighting skills from. Right, but I right. saw how it affected him, and later on he told me, you know, because he made some a couple of rash decisions after my mom died, but yeah. he later on he told me, you know, he kind of panicked because yeah, he was yeah, strong, yeah. but here he is, man, because my mom did a lot, you yeah, know what I'm saying? But he yeah. did a lot too, but yeah. he, he admitted yeah, I, I kind of panicked. I was nervous. I was scared, man. I didn't really know what to do. So I'm all the way with him, hundred percent. Um, my state of mind, honestly, Doc, I had a moment, man, where a lot of my memories were just—I mean, I'm talking about just kind of disappeared. I was in like a state of depression. Yeah, of course. But I was a—I uh, was functioning. Mm -hmm. I was getting things done. I was making things happen. But, I mean, and this is just for being a father and raising my kids. But it, it it be memories. My family, like, we may have had something going on. And they'd be like, do you remember? And I was like, when was that? Yeah. And they would, they'd be like, that was 2001. Like, you know, I lost my wife November 1st of 2000. And I have literally multiple blank moments in there where family or friends can tell me about it. And I don't even, I, I have no clue what they're talking about, but I was right there. Yeah. Um, even what he said with the decision-making you, you get in a, you know, we, we as men don't like to present ourselves or give ourselves no, the title of vulnerable. Oh, hell no. You sure you know right about saying? that? Yes, but, sir. But in that, Man, I was we you you in a vulnerable state. Mm -hmm. So, cause now you faced with the it, it was different when you got you and your significant other, or you and the mom to raise the kids. Cause now it's kind of like you know the responsibility is on both of y'all. So if if say the kid turns out bad, you don't have to take the full responsibility. Like, yeah. well, you know that's their mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know what that, the, mama did, did, did. the mama's got born. The mama got from your dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Now, and then I had small kids. My baby girl was one. So everything about her, it, it, it kind of was like on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in that process, you know, whenever you get to trying to think, okay, what what am I going to do? What I got to do? You start you start making, I mean, just irrational decisions. Yeah, yeah. You be like, and I made a couple. I made some. I mean, even with money, I, I made some. That, and I thought. At the moment, it was like the right decision. Yeah, I yeah, can do that. I'm on it, yeah. But then all the time, you look back and be like, ah, I shouldn't have did that. And you, with women, you do the same thing because um, your your vision is clouded. Mm -hmm. Your vision is clouded at that point, so you really never. I mean, you can't get the time back, of course. So you never you you can't really even. I can't say you can't hold yourself accountable because you still have to hold yourself yeah. accountable, but. 
I mean, you got to give yourself kind of a pass. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm saying that in your father since, like, you, like even though he told you later, you'll you realize it later, but it's all the time. you like, ah, I probably shouldn't have did that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I had a lot of depression. I, had, I made a lot of, I, I won't even call them bad. I just made a lot of, you know, spare the moment decisions, vulnerable decisions to where I look back and I wish I wouldn't have, but but that was part of my evolution. You know what I'm saying? Because I really didn't, my life, my life pretty much prepped me for that situation, if you if you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I like, know what you mean, yeah. Like I had, um, I'm on my mama's own oldest son, oldest child and only son. So I started with myself and three sisters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Younger sisters. My oldest little sister was five years younger than me. So my life started where I was all, I'm the one who did all, a lot of the cleaning, all the chores that mm-hmm. had to be done because they were too little. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so at 13, I lost two of those sisters in the house fire. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> It's a touchy subject. I know. I'm sorry. I know, bro. I didn't even realize that, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's, but that's why I got so much respect for you, bro, because, you know, my son was in a bad accident, you know, almost three years ago. He's still recovering, bro. So, you know, to see how you have picked yourself up from that, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, man, you, you, you got me emotional, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know that, man. You know what I'm saying? So for you to share that, I appreciate that, man. But it, it goes to show Man, give me some, give me some, dog. It just goes to show how much you know, how strong you are, bro, and how much of a real dude you are, man. Because where you are right now, people see your moves and see your hustling, man. They don't even know you done went through all that. And that's the purpose of this platform is to show people, man, that we all go through something, man. You know what I'm saying? And and casting on me, real man. Talk. You 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 know I hey, I'm a, I I feel like I'm an alpha man of all alpha males, but my man just got me choked up. I know my man is an alpha male. Don't don't neither one of us play around, but that's yeah. you know just for those emotions to hit, man, and for you to make it through all that, man, and to see, you know, hell, I almost had a thousand, you know, times respect for you. I got even more respect for you now because I never knew that story about your sisters, man. So man. I appreciate you sharing that with us, bro. That right there um, was a that was a, a, a what did I call. I guess it was just like a milestone, but at 13 years old, you don't really experience milestones, you know what I'm saying? So experiencing that, and um, my parents wasn't prepared, you know, of course, so they couldn't walk me through that grieving process. The crazy thing about that is at 13, it happened. I went to the grave site with them, at 14, and I couldn't control myself. I could never go back, right? I took my kids there at the age of 29. Couldn't control myself, and I ain't been back since. That's one of them, uh, that's why I say when it, it's like, I can talk about my wife, I can talk about my grandfather, all kind of people that I've lost, but when it comes to them, it's a hard one, you know what I'm saying? But, what I was getting at was it prepped me for my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so whenever, like, me losing my wife, 
I knew the things that my parent, my my mom and them kind of got in church. That's like the 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 black thing, or you know, like where they kind of get sanctified, yeah, yeah. you know, and and they want to say, you know, the devil and all of that type of stuff. And they did that, and all the time they never really concentrated on what was happening with me. So I never really processed that 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 moment or that I never really can say that I even grieved it out. You know what I'm saying? Just even now, mind you, I'm I was 13. I'm 43. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it choked me up more than more more current situations yeah. like, like yeah. my wife and everything. So, um, but what it did when it happened, losing losing her, losing my wife after losing them was kind of a which was 10 years later, I knew I had to concentrate on my kids at that time, you know what I'm saying, because I couldn't let them, you know, I, I couldn't afford to, to do go through the process like my mom did, and not and not taking that from my parents because that was new to them. Yeah, I understood. But I, it just made me think about that because it was so current in my life that I was like, okay, so now I got to make sure they process this this whole thing to where it won't be nothing that haunt them, you know what I'm saying? That they can't shake, and so that that started when we got to Memphis, you know what I'm saying? And um, they had moments. It was time. It was hard. It was times where they was, you know, couldn't go to school, and I would just, you know, cater to that. And I made sure I took them to the grave sites, and I would take them to both of them. They they buried close to each other. So I made it a, a a conscious effort to go there, make sure they visit, to make sure they talk with them, mm-hmm. you know, and and continue the memories. My baby girl, of course, she was one. So you know, you know, a memory of her mom is very cloudy. But because of that, and because me, me keeping her memory alive and and conscious, she was able to hold on to that. You know what I'm saying? And then she got so many ways like her, and I make sure I point them ways out to her. That's all the way. You, that's your mama all the way. You know what I'm saying? But um, losing my sisters and everything back to the process, it kind of prepped me for it. And so I became, I mean, I became a a, a mom dad. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. When I when I say this, I'm about cooking, cleaning, doing hair. That's what I was gonna ask you. My dad didn't know how to do my oh, little girl, my, my daughter, man, my sister's hair. My sister. Man, I mess you up, man. I would mess <laughs> you up with. I only thing I couldn't do was braid. Dog. I got you. I got you. I can plait the little twist with the balls yeah. and bowrets. My God, hey, yeah, and yeah. beads. Yeah, I do yeah. the plaits and put the beads on the girl. All that because I knew I had to. It yeah. wasn't nothing that I. I just was like, oh, I, come on, no, I had to do it. It was yeah. like that was part of me. See, like I was saying a minute ago. I, I was I was motivated by love and hate, doubt. You know, like believers and non-believers. I'm motivated by both because, you know, people. Of course, love is always going. You know, inspire and support. But then hate, of course, you know, you want to prove them. You want to show them. Same with believers and non-believers. Like I had people like, oh, he can do it. So I wanted to prove them right. Yeah. Then I had people like, ain't no way, because I was young. Yeah. Ain't no way he finna do that. All them girls, I had to prove them wrong. You know what I'm saying? So with that, that was my whole drive. Like, I had family members. We'll take them, or my wife's family. We'll take 
Man, these mine. Oh, yeah. Nah, you can't take them. Real king shit, man. Grown, yeah, yeah real, I real king. Yeah. I'm like, nah, ain't no way I'm going to let that slide. I got to do that because I would have felt guilty for the rest of my life. So I just stayed at it, man. And I actually got a stepbrother who just lost his wife to cancer on the 16th. And I had to kind of tell, he called me like, how you do it, bro? I told him, hone in on fatherhood and watch what happened. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really what kept me going because I knew all this all this sadness, all this depression, all of that, through all of that, man, I got to make sure they good. Man. You know what I'm saying? Powerful, bro. No doubt. And strong. And, yeah, here we are, man. J1. Man, I'm so proud I met you, man. So yeah. glad to know you, man. Like, as I said, man, it's my respect for you was already up here, man. Yeah, now it's damn a new bowl on top of y'all mean respect. You know what I'm saying? Shit, how, how big is that? 15 feet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe like the honor come yeah, the giants yeah, yeah, in the Bible, man. Yeah. But for real, bro, uh, tell the people, man, where they can get your 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 your, your stuff, man. How they can yeah, find yeah. you, man. Okay, um, man, let me shake this. Yeah, man, pre- yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah, let me you, bro. shake some of this off. Hey, I'm a man. I'm back up right there. Yeah, give me a couple shots, man. There we go. You're good. Good, good, good. Now, that's powerful stuff. Um, yeah, that I knew that was uh would, would have been a topic for us, though. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, like even seeing your episode showing you telling a little bit about yourself. But uh, on the business side, with me, you know, everything's so 100, man. Yeah. So I'm st- any, anything that I do is so 100 bullies, um, so 100 clothing. The letter, so spell it out. Well, he gonna my cat, my gal was yeah, on. He gonna, he gonna hook it up. It's S O one. Letter one, number one. The number one H U N I D. Hundred. So one hundred. If okay. you put two ends in it, it's wrong. Yeah. It's kind of like we were just talking holiday. You put one L, spells yeah, his out. name. Yeah. If it's not, if it's only one L, that's another dude. That's another dude. That's, that's not mother. him. You exactly <laughs> right. Saying. That's another mother, man. Yeah, you can't put that on the text. <laughs> yeah. So. So one hundred, so one H U N I D, man, and um, that's basically my lifestyle. I, I feel like that's that's just how I live, and I feel like that's that that what keeps me grounded, that keeps me disciplined. So everything I do, I try to do it so one hundred, man. So I have so one hundred bullies, so one hundred cuts, so one hundred clothing and apparel. You can get the so one hundred clothing and apparel at. Show you sure, man. Show you yeah, sure. I got this for Doc right here. You know, and this this for my man. One hundred. I ain't yeah. even know. I ain't even know he had the black and white. Yeah, it's uh so one hundred Mondays. Okay. Like I was saying, so one hundred Mondays is a is a night that I do. It's at uh thirty four thirty four Winchester at the uh, High Roller Complex, and we do this each and every Monday night. It's just a vibe, man. It's just a um, it's just something to do Monday night, man. If y'all if you ever free on a Monday night, come through there. I, I just um how do I put it? Um I just joined joined um uh, I just collaborated. I'm gonna say that I just collaborated with um one of the good guys of the city, man, and I see some big things happening. We act we literally just locked in today. So it's gonna be some big things happening, man. So on and Mondays, man, each and every Monday night, thirty four, thirty four Winchester, stay tuned. We about to take it up a notch. That's what I'm talking about. Um, my new barber shop, the one shop. It'll be at 2887 South Mendenhall, Suite Number Five. Um, you'll also be able to do rent the party favors that I had. So 100 party favor rentals. 
Uh, that will also be at that same Suite 2887, uh, South Minden Hall, Suite 5. Um, we'll be doing deliveries with the party favors or the small ones. You'll be able to come pick them up and return them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what else? Bullies, we won't have. I just lost a little bully, so I won't have no puppies for probably about. <laughs> I might won't have puppies probably another year and a half right now. Uh, I do have studs. I have two studs available. If you want to get with me on that, hit me up on IG. It's uh, at J, the letter J, the number one, H-U-N-I-D. Um, what else I got, Doc? Man, you need a chop. Hit me up on Style C, Style C, J1 Jones, and, and book it. Um, J, J apostrophe O-E-N-E, Jones. Uh, what else I got, man? Uh, I can't really. I, I got a lot going on, man. For real, he can't sell none of that manhood, though. My, my, my man, just a grown man. He can't sell y'all yeah, none of that, nah, though. Nah, because you, you, get that. you, you gotta dudes live. out there that ain't real men, you he gotta ain't live got nothing. Go get that, man. I, you gotta live and go get that. I always tell you, quit. If you don't compete with nobody else, compete with yourself from yesterday, man. For real, it's a great saying. You Anything else, bro? That. You want to um, add, bro? Man, just I appreciate you, man. man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate. I hope I get to do this again. I know we kind of just did it on the fly, but this episode, whatever episode this is, man, the, the, the next one after number two, the number three. But <laughs> only reason up because Cass has already got number two already edited. Hey, well, look, I, I down the road, I whenever it get to the hundreds, I want to yes, be sir. still in it, man. So, uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Matter of fact, it's number two. <laughs> no it's doubt, gonna be no the next. Doubt. I mean, well, I guess you're watching it, so you watching episode number no two. No doubt, man. And uh, I mean, I, I definitely uh, appreciate the platform, man. And this, like you said, it's, it's just a way to expose us as who we really are. Because a lot of people don't know what I just what I've given you. You know, I've, I've shared that with you know friends or whatever, family people at the shop a little bit. But a lot of people was blown away by it, man. But it's really my life and you know i've seen people who've been through worse yeah, you know and, yeah. and dealt with worse but i know what i've been through and how i dealt with it man and it's just something to just keep me going man you know what i'm saying i don't i don't need any any no sympathy behind it or anything but i do believe that it's part of who i am it's part of my evolution you know what i'm saying so as a man we we you know we always say um you know we got to grow up Okay, now you, 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 we tell grown men to grow up. Now, are you grown? At once you become a grown man, it's about evolution, man. You just got to continue to evolve. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that. So that's my thing. So I just try to continue to evolve. My God, my brother. No doubt. J1, so 100, man. Seriously, yes. man. Powerful stuff, brother. I appreciate you, man. So much love and respect for you, man. I'm gonna tell Cass we're gonna we're gonna end this on the two shot, Cass. Don't even put me back up there because my man. Matter of fact, I don't even want the last word, man, because I'm <laughs> saying this episode of the Doc Holiday Show, episode number two. Because yeah. at first I ain't know when this joint was gonna air because we already recorded like number seven, but uh, yeah, got to debut with this joint right here, man, because this is some powerful stuff, man. I appreciate you sharing it, man. So I hope that this episode of the Doc Holiday Show. I hope it's what's what's your what's your so one hundred, <laughs> so one hundred man, the so one hundred way. What you cooking, bro? God, you get the last word, bro. That's powerful, though.